Hi, welcome to another Power Blast podcast. So are you struggling to stay on the weight loss wagon? Well, these strategies that I'm going to share with you in this episode might be of great value. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, Perry Tinsley here, health and fitness coach, and welcome to the Power Blast podcast, the power of possibility, passion, and purpose. And you know, maybe you've experienced this before. Uh, maybe you, at some point you've ex- on your weight loss journey, you, you've followed a, maybe a nutrition plan or a, a fitness program. You lost some weight, you got healthy or feeling better. Even maybe your clothes fit. Success, right? And then stuff happens, life happens, and maybe you had a bad week, a bad month, a bad day or whatever, Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's happen, this one-time snack-cident, or, yeah, that's kind of lame, this one-time, maybe it got off track, just kind of mushroomed into a full-blown, long month, months, months long of uh, binging, so um, then comes that, I don't know, that wall of shame that sends you kind of into that oh pity party, your self-loathing, and you feel like you've really failed, and you ditch your plan, you fall into old patterns, and that weight loss plan seems like it's so long ago, and you wonder, why does this keep happening? How do I stop the cycle, right? So, um, there's some reasons why we fall off the weight loss wagon, and I think that happens to all of us. I know it did for me. And so, as I'm, uh, you know, researching for this podcast topic today, uh, you know, I, I like I can totally relate to a lot of these things because, you know, one, the novelty wears off, right? Uh, whether you go out and you you get a, a you're starting a new eating plan or maybe uh, you, you got one of those cool diets or, you know, you've subscribed to some sort of eating method or maybe you joined a new gym or you got a really cool fitness gadget. So that means you're going to get out and walk and run more or you're trying the new recipes. And eventually those that novelty wears off. And once that initial excitement wears off, you probably either get bored or maybe there's the stress or it's the, the physical or mental uh, challenge of it all. And just maintaining or even doing it just seems mundane or maybe it's an illness that happens or just life, right? Um, so before you start seeing the results, you give up. Or perhaps maybe it's the, um, the idea of you don't want to suffer or you don't want to be, be too sore. And, you know, most people want immediate results that don't require a lot of suffering, a lot of soreness, right? Uh, I think that was the way with me. I'm like, oh, I don't want to be sore. But suffering, it sometimes can be that annoyance. It doesn't have to necessarily be uh, uh, soreness. It might be just being annoyed that you had to skip your morning, you know, frappuccino or uh, certain favorite foods that you really like that you know that aren't really healthy for you, or get actually getting up in the morning and and getting a workout in, or getting trying to squeeze that work in it uh, after after you get done with your job. So uh, that can also be kind of a suffering thing, or perhaps maybe you set unrealistic expectations. I know I did for myself. And 
you know, if it were easy and could happen in a very short time where we can all get healthy and fit, you know, everybody would do it, right? If it didn't really take that much work. Uh, But the reality is healthy weight loss and even maintaining it takes time, endurance, consistency, patience. It's a lifestyle. And when I hit that reality of, oh, this is a lifestyle thing, because I did get in shape. I, I, I just kind of went back to some old ways. I'm like, I made it. I crossed the finish line. I could just let it go now and, you know, maybe do a little bit here and there. And I started to revert back into old ways, old habits, and jeans got tighter. And I was like, man, I'm going to have to do this for life, aren't I? If I want to, you know, have have and maintain the goals that I had set, which is why we're chatting about this today, right? So if you can relate to any of those, uh, I have I do have some strategies for you, uh, just some tips to stay on track. And one of them, I know this is kind of challenging, but it's the focus on the big picture. Acknowledge the fact that the novelty is going to wear off and, you know, maybe you can incentivize yourself with, you know, some sort of some sort of reward system. I'll talk about that in a bit, but um, you know, I've I've thought about you know a reward system like uh, clothing or shoes or uh, maybe a, a new fitness program. Just kind of do that variety, but it's to look at what's sustainable. You know, what can you realistically do within your schedule that will keep you on track, that will make it fun, relatively fun. I know that exercise can sometimes be a challenge, but um, Something that's going to keep you on track without feeling pressure or stressed or guilt of trying to squeeze it in. For example, if you keep skipping your evening workouts because maybe you had work obligations or the schedule changes with your kids or you don't want to just eat you know, uh, dinner, your dinner at midnight, <laughs> maybe it's gradually shifting your, your schedule so you become one of those morning people that gets up and works out, gets a healthy breakfast. It'll, it'll make your day a lot better. I'm not saying that's the only solution. My deal with making it sustainable for the longest time was after I got home and I had, a, I had an hour drive home. So you could see how you could just settle into the day and just want to be crash on the couch when you got home. But my deal was I got in the house, let the dogs outside. Once they're inside, I hit the workout no matter what. That was my that was my deal, my contract with myself. And I said, if I didn't feel like it, I would give myself at least 20 minutes. And most of the time I finished the workout after I gave myself 20 minutes. But that was the commitment. That was the contract, whether I was bored, whether I was, um, that I, you know, I just didn't feel like it. But maybe, you know, eventually I shifted that into a morning routine, which I couldn't believe the benefits from that. Um, and I felt better, like I wasn't trying to squeeze it in or I wasn't, in the situation where I felt like avoiding it after a long day of work. So it's good. It's might take you some trial and error, but um, perhaps it's just going to bed earlier. That's what I did when I wanted to be the, the morning workout routine and have it done and over with is I went to bed earlier and just it's setting your workout gear out the night before and giving yourself, maybe, maybe giving yourself a positive affirmation before you go to sleep, such as, um, Regardless of how long it takes I takes me to get to sleep, I, I'll energetically spring out of bed tomorrow at I was I was getting up at four AM. So springing out of bed at four AM to perform at peak level and create the most extraordinary life I can imagine. The life I deserve to live. Now you can insert whatever time that would work for you. 
And you know what? When I, when I say sustainable, maybe it's finding the fitness program that, you know, I was doing P90X at the time. So those were hour-long workouts. So that's why I had to give myself a bunch of time. But maybe you're do, just doing like the new 20-minute uh, uh, Transform 20 or uh, uh, maybe it's a 22-minute hardcore one. So you can actually squeeze that in. You're just getting up 30 minutes earlier. And, and getting it done. So whatever your long-term strategy, just try to keep in mind that life can be unpredictable. Uh, allow for some wiggle room in there. Uh, you, you might have to adjust it and work out a little bit later in the day or during uh, lunchtime. Uh, account for those birthdays, those special occasions, the meet, the, the times that you're going to head out and just embrace life. Enjoy it. Um, you know, even if you have the, the pounds to lose. And if you aren't following an exercise routine or an eating plan that you can really accommodate within your life, uh, you might need to reassess that. I know a lot of times we, we get bombarded with a lot of options out there. We think that's the latest and greatest, but then we try to squeeze it into something that's just not going to work with our life. And then we feel guilty and we, when we start ignoring it or avoiding it. So there's, there's my first tip. Next one, Accept that healthy is a lifestyle. Took me a while to get that uh, to to accepting that, but just think of weight loss and maintenance just as a process. You know, kind of like how we had to learn to crawl before we could walk. You know, uh, uh, people that are it's they refer to it as this marathon, this this long and long endurance thing. I don't like to refer to things as marathons because man, that just seems like a lot of work. (laughs) But I know it's a goal of many people, but. It just means adopting a lifestyle that includes clean eating, sleeping, plenty of daily activity, lots and lots and lots of water all day, water first, and uh, just focus on two pounds at a time instead of maybe that uh, 50 pounds that you're wanting to lose. Two pounds. You can do two pounds. Um, it may take a while to find success but in your weight, life, in your weight loss journey, but eventually you'll get there, right? Uh, the next strategy is just to be realistic accept your weaknesses and, you know, just know that there's going to be family parties or family events, plan around them. I did. Um, when I would, it was be like, oh my gosh, it's going to be uh, mother's day. We always go out for brunch. I would account for that, you know, with my workouts for the week. Uh, I would still treat myself. Um, but I would plan around them, uh, with that way with my, my workouts. I got my workout done before I went and worked out or before we went to the event. So consider what you'll, what you're going to eat ahead of time, uh, maybe at some of these events. Uh, there are some where you can bring your own healthy foods. I know we've done that for a lot of potlucks. And we, you know, bring a salad, bring this, and I'll just load up on my stuff and maybe treat myself to to one or two of the things that are there that other people brought. So that way you won't be so tempted to eat not-so-healthy dishes. De-stressing. That's a great way to, uh, you know, it doesn't revolve around food. Uh, you can listen to music. Uh, a lot of times people like to take baths. I'm not into the bath scene, but uh, many people do. Go for long walks, maybe hit the sauna, get lost in your, one of your favorite books, um, and just accept that there will be setbacks, but don't let that stop you. Uh, just make a course correction and get back on track, kind of like a, a, an airplane. Might, might adjust a little bit in one direction, but... It always comes comes back to the, the place where it's going. Um, it's destination, right? Next thing is to celebrate your success. I think a lot of times we don't acknowledge ourselves enough. But instead of considering this, oh my gosh, I, I'm, I'm such a failure. I went off my plan. 
you know, tell yourself it's okay. Accept that, you know what, I'm a work in progress. That's okay. And then get back at it. And using extreme words like that, uh, like failure, um, they make you feel, you know, give you that feeling of hopelessness. And that's, that's not a good power word to use at all. It's actually very deflating. Uh, there's a lot of non-scale vil- victories out there. Uh, celebrate them like you were able to do, you know, a couple push-ups or several push-ups without resting on your knees. Or maybe you went a couple weeks of clean eating. Your genes fit better. You have more energy. Recognize those things. And like I said, uh, with the reward stuff, reward, the, reward yourself with non-food items. Uh, maybe share your success on social media. And that might inspire somebody else to make healthy changes. It's always cool when when, uh, other people take notice and they're like, hey, because of you, I did that. The last tip I have or the last strategy is to develop a strong support system. Now, I know many people don't get this. Um, Sometimes families just don't click that way. And sometimes people just want to sabotage your results results before you can even get them. But... um, you know, many people are finding a way to stay more successful when they, you know, and even their long-term weight loss when they involve other people in the process. So it can be with your family and coworkers and stuff like that. Maybe announce your commitment to get healthier and stronger with your friends, your family, your coworkers, and hopefully they'll root you on. Uh, if not, you know, maybe it's joining, maybe it's a group in a community, um, that you've got or community at your gym, or maybe there's some sort of competition or contest or what we do is we run these things called success groups. Uh, we do them on Facebook and we also run one on an app. So finding workout buddies and accountability partners to help you stay on track and stay motivated. You pump each other up, which is really cool. And if you feel, you know, keep falling off, uh, you know, falling short with those weight loss goals, just remember nobody's perfect. Uh, we just assess where we're at, you know, where we went off course and get back on track and try to slide aside that guilt factor and just, you know, it's the action. You know, I've been, I've been coaching uh, several people recently who were, way drifted off course and it took a while to get back into it to feel amazing getting results but it's the action i'm like just show up each day just do it just you'll feel better in the long run and it finally kicks in It, it clicks you just you know stay committed to your health you'll eventually discover what works for you it's a process you're worth it that's all i have for this episode i i so appreciate you coming on the Power Blast podcast. Please, if you get a moment and you found value, please share this with anybody that you know could benefit. Uh, this is episode, what, 617. There, so that means there's 616 other ones. So many great tips, great interviews. And uh, I so appreciate you for coming on, listening to this episode. If you're a subscriber, rock on. If you can get over into the iTunes app, we are available. I, we are my podcast is available in audio and video version. So I so appreciate you getting over there, maybe giving uh, an honest rating and review. It just helps reach more people. Thank you so much. You absolutely rock, my friend. And as always, remember, it's never too late. We'll see you next week.